0: Welcome to The Rock Church, a vibrant, enthusiastic, edgy church meeting in West Bridgeford, Nottingham. You can find out more about us by visiting the-rock.org.uk. We hope you are blessed by this message. So I read the other day that, that God has dreams and then he wraps us around them. You know, the church is God's dream. The church existed long, long before we did. And we wrap ourselves around God's dream of the church by being in his dream team. As a church, we want God to look down and say, yes, 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 yes. That's just what I pictured in my dream. So we have a three-week series. We started it last week So we can delight God's heart by being the best we can be. Last week, I looked at our walk with God and our work with God, and I hope that you came away convinced that our walk with God is as spiritual as our work with God is. You know, every single one of us has a role to play on the dream team. And the important phrase I hope you caught last week is, we are not looking to recruit you. We are looking to discover you. Discover your place in God's dream. We're at war. And wars are fought strategically in the war rooms long before they're fought on the front line. And the second half of last week was Ali um, took us through the dream team structure so we can be strategic and effective. This week... We're back in our war room. We're looking at what we need to do to be strong and effective for God. So we've got Kathy and we've got Claire. Kathy's going to come up first. She's going to start by looking at dream team processes. So let's give her a big welcome. Thank you.
1: wouldn't normally wear this t-shirt but I thought it was appropriate so is it big enough for you excuse me just a second so welcome to the third session of our dream team training as Lynn just said in the first session she talked to us about our walk with God versus our work for God and how engaging in the dream team not only helps us to do a good work but it also enables us to prove our faith by using the God-given ability or gift that we have received from God who created us. And in the second session last week, Ali touched on the structures and systems in the kingdom and how God values organization. We looked at our own team organization Chart which highlighted the inverted nature of it, if you remember, showing the importance of the team members in the structure we're looking to build across our teams here at the Rock Church. In this session, I'm going to take us one step further and introduce us to the team process. Processes are vital in everything, and uh, God has installed processes in the world He created. If we think about seed time and harvest, you have to plow the field, plant the seed, and then wait until you can reap the harvest. You can't reap the harvest if you haven't plowed the field. Process is important in our lives, and there are certain basic, vital processes in life which are essential for us to stay healthy and to maintain the proper functioning of our bodies, systems. They're necessary for survival. Examples of these are nutrition, metabolism, respiration, circulation, and excretion. If any of those processes are missing or not working properly, then our bodies start to malfunction, don't they? And what about the process of maturity? We don't just arrive at adulthood. We have to go through the innocence of infancy and childhood and those testing years of adolescence before we can have the privileges given in adulthood. We don't just arrive there. There's processes that we all have to go through. Teaching and learning that has to happen. Knowledge that has to be acquired. Or consider the baking of a cake. Before we can become an expert baker, we have to go through various processes and methods of ingredient preparation, processes of bringing the ingredients together, and then specific levels of heat and certain timings to achieve that perfect cake. It doesn't just happen by throwing a bunch of ingredients into a bowl and hoping for the best, which is what I normally do. This teaching will help us see how biblical processes work in team environments. These universal principles will not only help us work together as a team more efficiently and effectively, but can be transferable as well into our work situations, our family settings, and even into our social engagements, basically any place where there's a group of people with a common goal or objective to achieve. So what does the team process look like in our dream teams then? Well, each team has a leader, and each leader has team members. You can be a team leader of one team and a team member of another team. So for example, I'm the team leader of the Sunday gatherings here at the Rock Church, but I'm also a team member of the evening team under Claire Cooper's leadership. Team leaders will also be members of another team up-line. So again, to give the example, Irene is the team leader of the pastoral team. But she's also a team member of the core ministry team under the leadership of Kate, alongside the team leaders of the kids, the youth, the prayer, the worship, the men's and women's ministries. And the team leader's job is to coordinate and manage the team, rather than to do the work. Now, this may sound like twice the work for them, but rather than spending, say, two hours a month in a particular team meeting, they may now just spend one hour in their team meeting because they're working more efficiently, and they can then invest another hour into the team they lead. So it's the same time invested, but it's a far greater return for God because of the processes involved. And each team member is designated a a specific role and responsibility. And we want team members to be entrusted with the work to be done and, more importantly, to be empowered to do it. In team, together, everyone achieves more. And the overriding process that we want you to take away today that is important to the success of our dream teams is this. No one works alone. And no one has all the right ideas now i'm sure we'll hear this again next week when simon brings us the mantras and mindsets teaching but all team members are working together to achieve the same objective we all own any problems and difficulties experienced in our teams as well as celebrating the victories and successes together as a team so there are three different functions in the team process firstly I want to introduce you to the total involvement process as I said above one of the overriding principles is this no one has all the right ideas for the purposes of this teaching I want you to forget the saying that too many cooks spoil the broth we want to help people in our teams to be everything that God has ordained them to be using the gifts and abilities they've been given. The more opportunities people have to contribute ideas and solutions to problems and issues, the more effective the team will be. Think about it like this. The more leaven we add to the bread, the greater it will rise. We want every team member to be like leaven totally involved in taking ownership for delivering the team objective and pursuing excellence, which is one of our core values. Secondly, I'll introduce you to the empowerment process. Now we want to delegate, empower, and entrust all team members to take hold of the vision and run with their part in it. Make it happen. Turn issues and problems into opportunities for improvement. We want teams to build, innovate, and plan together. No one person can do it alone. We're fundamentally empowered by God, as we heard from Lynn from Ephesians. We're empowered by God through his Holy Spirit to achieve greatness. Anything less than greatness isn't an option. And so when we transfer this to the team process, it really excites me to think how even more amazing our dream teams will be and the third function is what we call the proverbs process this brings scriptural reference to the total involvement process and the empowerment process and all three of these functions contribute to the team process so let's just have a look at some proverbs proverbs chapter 1 verse 5 says this let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. No one has all the right ideas. We all learn from one another. Shared knowledge and experience is like mining for gold in the team process. We all have a voice, and we want everyone to feel empowered to use it. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14. Where there is no counsel, the people fall but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. No one works alone. Team leaders will give guidance and direction, yes, but it's the whole team that comes together to brainstorm, innovate, plan, and discuss the best ideas. Solutions and answers will be found in abundance in that environment. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 15, Fools think their own way is right but the wise listen to others. By nature we all like to think we're right. (laughs) We all have the right answers and do things the right way and hopefully we all know that that's a pretty foolish way to think. If it was true we'd be Prime Minister and even the Prime Minister has a cabinet to advise him. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22. Plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. It can get ugly when things go wrong, particularly in church. But when we have the whole team giving input, then we'll succeed far more often than not. No one is better than anyone else. That's why the organization chart is inverted. Because we need many advisors if we're going to achieve the vision. And finally, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 15. The intelligent man is always open to new ideas. In fact, he looks for them. No one is beyond learning. Even the most intelligent person on the team, the most clued up, the most experienced, they can still learn something from the least on the team, the youngest On the team. Remember, we all have gold within us. So those are the three functions within the team process, the total involvement process, the empowerment process, and the Proverbs process. So I just want to finish by touching on two other elements which are vital in the team process. The first is communication. There's nothing more that the devil wants than to break Teams because of lack of communication. I mentioned at the start when I talked about the life processes that if any of the vital processes are missing, the body will start to malfunction and not work properly. And the same applies to communication in the team process. If we imagine a triangle, God is at the apex of the process, and God will principally give the leader direction and give them the vision. And it's therefore important for that leader to have the right relationship with God. In the team process, the leader needs to be in healthy communication, partnership and relationship with God. But God will also speak to the team. He'll speak some amazing things to the team that the leader may not even have considered or heard from God himself. You wouldn't want to serve a leader who doesn't communicate with God, listen to God, hear from God, be in the word, praying. But in the same way, leaders don't want to be co-yoked with team members who don't do the very same things. It's important to note that we are equally yoked in the team process. God wants to see godly interaction in the team, which is achieved through effective communication, partnership and relationship, When the leader brings challenge to a team member, for example, or to the team as a whole, there's no room for retribution, retaliation or any of those things. When we have godly communication, we're able to demonstrate emotional maturity. This is why the team meetings that Ali touched on last week on the organisation are so inherent to the team process. And the other critical element of the team process is relationship. Again, without strong relationship, the team will start to malfunction and not work properly. We need to have strong partnership and relationship with each other in order to fulfill our vision, plant churches and build the kingdom. Yes, there's one person who is the leader of a particular team, and the team members are those who are serving the leader, but actually, a better way to think of it is serving God under that leader. God is the ultimate leader of the team in this organization. An organization will only move forward at the speed of the relationships within it. So the importance of relationship within the team process is critical. So to conclude, within our team process, we do not want our teams to operate on a top-down command and rule basis. Our dream team will be made up of groups of people with equal importance, each holding different roles and levels of responsibility and undertaking different functions, but ultimately all working together, all involved and all empowered to accomplish the Rock Church vision of building God's church here in the south of Nottingham. Amen.